0: Howdy, and welcome back to our December special episode of the Better Living for Texans podcast. We have got a treat for you. We're not catching up with one, not two, but we're catching up with multiple agents in District 8 to learn about their great project this December called Slay the Holidays. we are bringing you just one episode for the entire month of December to actually wrap up season two of the Better Living for Texans podcast. So we've got a special treat like I just mentioned. We've got multiple people on the call to talk um, from District 8. So that's a kind of in like the central-ish um, region of Texas. So when they go around and introduce themselves, you can hear what counties they're from. So you can get kind of like a geographic idea of where um, all of our agents are coming from who are putting on this wonderful project called Slay the Holidays. So I'm not going to you know, give too much information. We're going to jump right into the episode and learn a little bit more. All right. On the podcast this month for our very special December episode, we have many people on the episode today. I'm very excited for this. So in a second, they will all get to introduce themselves, but this is a part of the Slay the Holiday Project put on by District 8. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over and let all the wonderful agents and individuals on this call introduce themselves.
1: I'll go ahead and go first. My name is Jonathan (laughs) Rodriguez. Um, I am the Better Living for Texans extension agent here in Bell County.
2: Hi, I'm Jade Egger. I am the Better Living for Texans agent here in Ellis County and I also cover Johnson County.
3: Hey, I'm Leanne Rayborn. I'm the Better Living for Texans extension agent in Williamson
4: County. Hi, I'm Micah Holcomb, and I'm the Family Community Health Agent in Milam County.
5: And I am Christina Ficori, and I am the Better Living for Texans Agent in Parker County, which is D3, but I was formerly in D8 in McLennan
6: County. And I'm Lindsay Brunig-Rodriguez, and I am in McLennan County, and I'm the Better Living for Texans Agent here.
0: Very cool. So you may have recognized some of the voices that we've had on before. I know Leanne and Lindsay as well. So it's really cool that we get a big collaborative effort um, as we go into this Slay the Holiday project, but also to hear on the podcast. So some reoccurring guests. So I'll go ahead. What is this project about kind of, you know,
6: we'll just start with that big question. What is Slay the Holidays? Um, so Slay the Holidays, um, kind of the, the, the origin of the project uh, came from our regional pro- uh, program leader, um, and she was she tasked um, our District Eight kind of bear protections group with creating some sort of teamwork project that um, involved all the counties working together. Uh, normally, you know, we do our programs in just our individual counties, and this was kind of a multi county. What can we do uh, during this really? Uh, abnormal time that like COVID has created. And so th- th- uh, we, we met and we came together and we we came up with this Slay the Holiday Facebook group, which everyone else is going to talk about. But that's kind of what got us started was um, kind of our, our leader, our, our upper leadership tasking us to think outside the box and to get creative.
1: Yeah. So basically um, Slay the Holidays is the project that we came up with and um, like Lindsay said, it was a multi-county project that we all kind of all worked together. We all gave different ideas, different inputs on kind of what we wanted to do. And so Slay the Holidays is essentially our Get the Facts curriculum. It's just got a little holiday twist mixed in with it. And so we've got holiday recipes, different things going on. Um, we knew that it'd been a tough year, difficult year for everybody. And so we wanted to bring something that would hopefully um, spice our programs up a little bit and want to get people to join even from afar wherever they're located. And so we kind of came together and planned out all of our lessons planned out all of our recipes. We even made well Jade actually made us some nice little sweaters matching sweaters that we could wear. Say, say the holidays on them. So that was really awesome that she did that for us. Um, but yeah, we implemented our project, and basically, we created it to be like a challenge. And so, it's a month-long challenge throughout the month of December. Um, and every day throughout the weekday, we kind of have something different planned for the days. And so, um, on Mondays, our lessons are released on our—it's a private Facebook page—is what we have called "Slay the Holidays." And so, our private or our Mondays, our lessons are released and. Um, our participants have the opportunity to watch our lessons, kind of take notes. They were all either emailed or mailed a packet to kind of follow along with what we were we would be talking about in our lessons. And so that kind of releases on Monday so that they have the information at the beginning of the week and can utilize that information for the rest of the week and what's coming. And so then on Tuesdays, we um, release our holiday recipes that we created. And so they get the opportunity to kind of watch us put those together a little bit, kind of see what's in them. And then they can also modify them in any way they choose when they decide they want to make those recipes. And then Wednesdays come along and um, you'll be seeing my face on our Facebook Lives. Um, but we have a Facebook Live and I just, on those we'll be kind of re- reiterating uh, and reinforcing what they would have learned on their lessons on monday and so just kind of giving a little uh bit extra on that and kind of utilizing some things that they might see in their everyday lives and then thursdays and fridays is kind of bundled together and those are just going to be um, throughout all of our agents where we just kind of post different inspirational quotes or motivational um, sayings, things like that, just to kind of hype people up and to make sure that they're, we are looking out for them. We are here if our participants need anything um, and we're ready to serve them in any way we can. And so that's kind of what the structure looks like. Um, throughout the month. Like I said, it's all month. They have all month to complete the program. And throughout the month, we're hoping that they'll ask questions on the page that we can all interact with that, um, you know, that they're going to slay the holidays with us. And so it's just a nice interactive multi-county motivational program that we're putting on and we hope that it's going to be a success. So, yeah.
0: Very cool. I like that there's like a lot of different components and it pe- keeps people kind of engaged throughout the entire month rather than, all right, here's all the material you know, good luck, kind of, so that, that kind of, like, method of accountability is still there for people to stay involved, and, and it seems like y'all are, you know, always on deck for resources, and a lot of, um, you know, tips and tricks, so I like that, that's very cool,
2: awesome, yeah. what yeah. else do you got? Uh, so, we
4: also have our, oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, I want to just piggyback on what Jonathan said, so they <laughs> talked, uh, Jonathan and Lindsay talked about the what, you know, what the program Mm -hmm. is, and I'll talk about, you know, what they are actually learn, um, looking at the videos and the food demos. And so um, what they should learn is, um, so like Jonathan said, it is Get the Facts, even though we call it slowly the holiday. So Get the Facts is all about the nutrition label. And Mm -hmm. when I think about this program, I don't know if this is the scientific word. I just think about selective attention. So it's something that we see every day if we're eating, you know, whether we're eating a bag of chips or, you know, a bag of broccoli, but we don't really pay attention to that nutrition label. And so what I like about this program is it breaks down um, what's on that nutrition label. So whether we're looking at trans fat. Um, I know Lindsay and Christina did an awesome job of talking about added sugar. I was in the background like, oh my goodness, I didn't know all this, but um, <laughs> it just really breaks it down. Um, even the percentage daily value—something that I've never really paid attention to before this program. So I think what the the participants are going to walk away with is um, once they look at this this nutrition label, they're gonna see it in a different light, even though it's something that they may may have seen uh, every day. And so again, um, just not just the nutrition label, but also um, the food demos that we have, we have some good recipes. Um, and so we just think that they'll learn different ways to cook in a healthier way, um, as, as, as well as the nutrition label.
0: Very cool, pretty cool. Michael. what
4: were you gonna add there too? Yes, ma'am. Uh, no, that was an awesome date. I love that. Uh, the main thing I was really excited about, um, uh, they did create y'all did create the surveys online so now it's really easy really fast quick they can get on click on a link and fill out the pre-survey and then the ending survey and then hopefully maybe we can with this face group we've got going we can even try to do the follow-up survey in January and kind of catch up and see how they're doing with that so I think that really helps out with that survey we give them little cue uh, you know clip our uh graphics on the facebook page hey don't forget to click on there and do it real quick the survey so um it's been really great um great working with this team too so um awesome. yeah and um, also i wanted to touch real quick on why um and also add i think jonathan talked a little bit about it but i think one of the things that i really love about this program doing it during the holidays a lot of people um they want to say, oh, it's December, it's the holidays, I can eat whatever I want, you know, oh, it's just a little bit here, it's a little bit here, well, that thing, it adds up, and so through the Get the Facts, I love it, because we can concentrate on their portion control, um, as well as um, teaching them with our recipes that, yeah, you can eat a soup, but, and be comforted with that warm soup, but it could be on a healthier end. Mm -hmm. Um, Also on our muffins, our chocolate pumpkin muffins, those are a dessert that you can also have for a breakfast or a snack, and it's a healthy, but you can have dessert. So it's really exciting on that note. So we have a lot of recipes that we really try to incorporate with the holidays, but also follow our lessons and um, enjoy the holidays at the same time.
0: I like that you touched on that, Micah. And that kind of goes back to our four-part series that we just did in November on eating around the holidays. Is that it's, I mean, it's it's so fun. I mean, 2020 is a bit different right now, obviously, because of COVID and you know, limited travel restrictions and smaller groups and stuff. And so maybe those big, you know, parties that we're used to aren't happening on the same scale. But it's just it's, it's been, a, it's been a year. And sometimes, sometimes you just want those like comfort of the holiday foods, but you're right. If you eat it every single week or, you know, every time it, it does, it does add up. So it's nice to know, again, like, like you mentioned that there's kind of healthier alternatives, but also like, as, as Jonathan was alluding to as well, like that, that kind of aspect of accountability of, you know, you can be really mindful about eating healthy over a week, but in order for it to be effective, it's, it's gotta last and be a bit longer. So I think that's also another really exciting kind of perk, I guess you could say of, of this program. So very cool. Thank you. What else?
5: Okay. So I can talk about, um, just who is involved and how they were or got involved or heard about it. So, um, each of us in our, in our own perspective counties, uh, we had emailed um, our contacts and reached out to other people who have participated in other programs. And so through our marketing material uh, that Jonathan had created, we kind of just put that out there on social media and um, through email and word of mouth and things like that. And so it kind of started just within our counties um, and that people heard about it and um, decided to participate. And then we also actually sent it out to other agents, um, other BLT agents in District A, and also in other districts, um, as well as FCH agents who have BLT responsibilities. And so um, after that, it just kind of kept spreading. And we have um, participants from several different counties all across the state. And we've actually even had a few people from out of state trickle in um, and find the Facebook group and join us. So currently we have over 100 people in the group, um, which is really exciting. So um, we hope that you know they all stay uh engaged throughout the whole entire month but it's been a really great turnout and um also we expect maybe a few more people to jump in as well and they they can are more are more than welcome to um and it's pretty easy the way the facebook group is set up to be able to catch up if you do come in a little bit late but Um, It's been a great turnout. And uh, there's people from everywhere all across Texas and um, in several of our counties. So uh, we're excited about that.
0: That's awesome. That's 100 people. That's so cool. Plus, people from out of state. So you can officially say this is a national program. (laughs) (laughs) Big stuff, District 8. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. That's also good to know. So if people are listening or, you know, as they're sharing even this podcast around social media, if they're listening for the first time and I want to join in, it's not too late. So very, very, very cool. What else?
3: For anyone who's interested in joining, um, as Christina mentioned, our Facebook page, uh, the easiest way to join is to search for our group on Facebook. And the group is called Slay the Holidays with Better Living for Texans. And that's Slay, S-L-E-I-G-H. And keeping in the holiday theme. So they can join anytime during the month of December. Um, Upon joining you can choose whether you would like to have the program materials emailed or mailed to you. If you don't have a Facebook account that's totally fine. You can go ahead and reach out to your county's BLT agent or FCH agent and we can have the video links emailed directly to you along with the program materials. And once you've been added to the group, you're welcome to watch the videos and add comments at your own pace. And it's really neat because you also have the opportunity to go back and rewatch the videos again, or if something comes to mind later, you can comment on the videos from before and kind of increases the engagement with our participants with each other. And um, just, yeah, we ask that no matter when you actually start watching the videos that you just take that um, pre-survey beforehand. And the link to that survey will be sent in your welcome email, but you can also find it on the Facebook group in the units tab that Lindsay created. Very cool.
0: Also too, we can plug, um, we can, in the um, description of this episode, we can put links to the Facebook page. Um, And then also too, if you're not sure of like what, you know, if your county does have a BLT agent, um, blt.tamu.edu. Again, I'll link that in the description of this episode. You can go in, find your county, find your agent. And if for some reason there's not a BLT agent specifically, there are uh, there probably is a Texas A&M Life agent of some sort or an office within your county whom we can get you in touch with someone. So we've got lots of resources and it's so that's so cool that you know there's multiple options too that if, you know social media isn't your thing um, you know that there's other options so you don't have to be fully uh, uh, you know online to to participate in in this program. So very cool. Great. Well is that is that kind of the the gist of this? This sounds really, this sounds really cool. I, A, I thank y'all for taking your time to, you know, come on the podcast and talk about it, but B, um, just creating something like this, you know, we had Jade on the the podcast earlier a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about empathy and how that's kind of, I think one of the driving factors of what we do, um, you know, just serving others within our community. Um, but especially after such, like, like I said, you know, a tough year, 2020, you know, we're all. We've all been affected by something that has happened because of, you know, COVID. Whether it's you know working from home, kids are working, working, kids are learning from home, <laughs> um, or COVID. You know, always coming from a place of empathy to really talk about, you know, that we want to help the people in our community. That's what we're here. That's what we're here for. You know, every day in BLT. So, so thank y'all. Um, I don't really have any other follow up questions. Other than before we go, if you want to do a quick round robin as to what is your favorite Christmas tradition? Lindsay, we'll start with you, <laughs> put you on the spot.
6: <laughs> That's not even fair. <laughs> um, it's actually, so my 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 tradition's a non-tradition. Like growing up, um, we don't have a traditional dinner. We always try to do something different. And so I like, I think that's always. We've had a couple flops on Thanksgiving. Like we made a chili once, and we couldn't, we couldn't muster like to finish it. And it was just like it was this fun recipe that like looked good on paper, execution not so good. And so I think that's kind of one of the fun. We we loved like in my family, we love to cook, and we we love to experiment, and we use Christmas as the the reason to pull out all the stops. And sometimes they're hips, sometimes they're they're washes. So I think that's my favorite tradition non-tradition if it's, if it's I like the non-tradition <laughs> no that is if it's consistent that makes it a tradition
2: <laughs> very cool Jade what about you what is your favorite Christmas tradition so if you would have asked me two years ago it would have been different but now that I have a kid uh, my tradition is I have a, a big Ottoman and I take a picture in our pajamas my my son and I and this is the well he this is the second year or third year. Um, and it's just amazing to see how tiny he was the first, cause he was born in August. So, um, come November, you know, he's still this little baby. And then, um, uh, we're going to take a picture this year in our pajamas and just to see his growth. Um, it's going to be different cause he can't sit on my stomach cause <laughs> I am pregnant, but it's just <laughs> to see that growth in him, um, is a tradition that I can't wait to keep continuing to do. I
0: love that. Oh, that's so, that's so cool. Thank you for sharing that. Christina, what about you? What's your favorite Christmas tradition?
5: Sure. So um, every year we on actually the day before Christmas Eve, we make Christmas cookies and we'll decorate them. Um, and then also make some hot cocoa and afterwards my sibling and all my cousins we kind of just sit around the tree and we'll um, eat the cookies drink the hot cocoa and my aunt will read us um, the Christmas story and it's just been something we've done every year Um, and as the years have gone by we've added uh, kiddos when you know different cousins and um, have had babies and things like that. So it's just kind of grown, but something we do every year and I, I really enjoy it.
0: I love that. That's very cool. Michael, what about you?
4: Man, I have so many. We do like 5 June thing. I am so exhausted by December 24th, 25th. I'm like exhausted by then. Um, But my favorite tradition I think would be is um, every year since Andy and I, uh, my husband and I met, he has gotten me a nutcracker every single year since we've been uh, dating all the way through. Every year we've gotten a nutcracker and um, we've included all three of the kids each year in getting a nutcracker. And um, we just love. It and so our entire TV air entertainment center is full of nutcrackers, and now it's gone down the windowsill and <laughs> around the room. And uh, we love it, and it's just so fun. And every year, when we get out the nutcrackers, the kids start like, uh, Oh, well, that was mine. Oh, I got to pick it out that year, and oh, I got to pick it out that year. And and then this year, we bought um, Andy was actually since he started it, and with 2020, he got two nutcrackers and it was his year to get the ones the and their christmas story and it actually has a leg lamp the nutcrackers holding a <laughs> leg lamp and it lights up and it's so cool. So, really excited. And a Stormtrooper was the other one, of course, because we're oh, Star cool. Wars fan. So, yeah, we have, a, we have a lot of fun with our Nutcrackers. And um, and my son actually told me the other day, he goes, Mom, if there is one Christmas thing that we could, could keep out all year long, I would pick the Nutcrackers. And so, uh, it was something he totally came up with. And I said, that's cool. That's neat. He asked me what I wanted to pick out. And I said, yeah, I totally agree. The Nutcrackers would be what I would <laughs> keep you out all year long. So yeah, that's, we love our Nutcracker and we go see it every year if we can.
0: That's awesome. Man, I wish those were in the scope of BLT because I would definitely include a link to Stormtrooper Nutcracker in this episode if we could. <laughs> that's very cool. <laughs> Leanne, what about you?
3: So since moving to Texas seven years ago, the traditions kind of been to go travel for Christmas because we don't really have a whole lot of family members who live and driving distance but but this year you know that's not really an option so um this will be the first year of my dog's life that we actually get to spend a Christmas with her and so I'm looking forward to starting new traditions because we'll have our my husband and i have our first little one in February so this will be like her last Christmas as like the only child <laughs> so like just spoiling her and then kind of creating some new traditions when our daughter comes in for next year
0: Awesome. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. New traditions, new horizons. <laughs> Jonathan, what about you? We'll have you wrap it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I actually have a really, really big family and lucky for me, they're pretty much all in the same area, which is down in South Texas in the Rio Grande Valley. And so every year um, because both my mom's side and my dad's side live in the same area, we always have celebrated Christmas Eve with my dad's family and then Christmas day with my mom's family And so Christmas Eve is always, um, we go to church and then everybody always comes over to our house and um, we kind of just all have food and we play games. We always do white elephant. And then we always just play other games that my aunts kind of come up with. And it's always just such a great time. Mm -hmm. There's about 25 of us cousins. My dad has eight siblings. So there was nine of them total growing up. And then there's now like other little kids that my cousins have had and so there's just so many of us in one house and it's just always been so fun to play these different games and. Santa always comes for the little kids at like midnight and we get to see their reaction and just like enjoy getting gifts there and so it's always been a fun thing to do and then also my grandma. When we were little and there was less of us she used to buy us all gifts but because now there's like 50 that she would have to buy for including <laughs> yeah. all her kids and all of us she doesn't do that anymore but she always makes our christmas eve dinner <clears throat> she says that's her gift to all of us and she makes Aww. a lot of rice a lot of beans she makes tamales all different kinds and so it's always just a big feast and we all really appreciate it and appreciate her so much and so i love that and then on christmas morning. Uh, My mom's side of the family comes over and we do gifts and games as well. And so this year, I don't know how to look. I'm sure it'll be a lot different, but um, I'm still excited to just get to go at least home and celebrate um, with the family that I can and be safe about it and just enjoy um, the time and celebrating the Christmas season. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank all of you for sharing. That was so fun. So, you know, take it from, you know, here, that we have some certified Christmas enthusiasts. So who better than to take this Slay the Holiday Challenge with um, than our friends at District 8. Everyone, thank you so much for, uh, for having, you know, taking some time to be on this uh, podcast today. I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, getting this out so more people, more than, you know, you can join to the 101 people you already have uh, in the program, which I think is just absolutely fantastic. So other than that, I will include those links into the uh, description of the episode. Um, and then also too in the, um, um, when we post this on social media, we'll include those comments as well. And other than that, I hope all of y'all have a very, very safe Christmas and a happy new year and all the holidays beyond. So thank y'all so much. Thank you. You too.
5: Thanks for having of
1: us. Bye. Thank you, Emily. Thank you.
0: And with that, we wrap up season two of the Better Living for Texans podcast. Thank you again to so many of you who have listened from the very beginning back from our first episode in April. We're taking a quick break and we'll be back in 2021. In the meantime, be sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Texans, on Twitter and Instagram at Better Texans. If you have a question, send us an email at blt at ag, A-G, dot, And we will see you next year. Merry Christmas. The USDA is an equal opportunity provider and employer. This material was funded by the USDA's Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP.